From the Cox Media Group Studios, this is Sunday Supper, Southern Kitchen's podcast. I am Associate Editor Mike Jordan. I'm Kate Williams, also an Associate Editor. And I'm Ashley Twist-Cole, Editor-in-Chief. Welcome back to another episode of Sunday Supper, where you will laugh, learn, and work up an appetite. Welcome to Sunday Supper. I'm Mike Jordan. You two ladies are very special because you're joining us for Bourbon Week. This is our Bourbon Week episode, oh, and bourbon I have week. bourbon in my hand. I, I have, have bourbon, bourbon in my hand. I have bourbon in my hand. Cheers. Mine too. Cheers. <laughs> that is a good idea. Well, with us good. today are Ashley and Kate, but not exactly. This is not Ashley and Kate. We have two special guests, two of Atlanta's best bartenders and most brilliant bourbon minds, and just beautiful people in general. We have Tiffany Barrier and Kiata Mincy. Say hello to the good people back home. Hey, y'all. Hey, <laughs> and our show today is brought to you by Kohler. At Kohler, you will find the Whitehaven Apron Front Sink, which features a large single basin that accommodates large pots and pans, while the sloped bottom helps with draining and cleanup. Crafted from enameled cast iron, the sink resists chipping, cracking, or burning for years of beauty and reliable performance. Hey y'all! Hey y'all! Hey y'all! Hey y'all! <laughs> <laughs> this makes it so southern. Of course, drinking bourbon makes that kind of it's work a thing, out. Though. Do you feel southern? Do you feel it? My I'm mom southern. is a southern belle, so okay. I'm, I've been here. My mother's from Lagrange, Georgia. Oh, she's a what? southern belle. Okay, Lagrange is kind of southern, I would oh, say. Yeah. yeah, like a name like Lagrange. It well, sounds <laughs> French, but it's really but it's more not southern. Really. Yeah, but it's not really. <laughs> They used to be bougie, though. Tiffany, do you have some southern roots? Oh, yeah. Uh, we call them Bayou. I'm okay. from, my parents are from Louisiana. Okay. So Louisiana is like deep, deep south or under the marshland. Mm-hmm. Um, Appaloosas, shouts out to the Bayou, Louisiana. Oh, Lord. Appaloosas, Alexandria, Bowbridge. This is the other side of Lafayette. We're as southern as it gets. Oh, good. So <laughs> this isn't just like having two people on here who are not southern at all making bourbon. This Absolutely is legitimacy. Not. Good. This so is the lifestyle. Let's lifestyle. talk about you all's backgrounds. I have, I met you all years ago, but we've hung out at Atlanta Food and Wine Festival. You guys snuck me into the VIP section one time, and sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Uh, for anybody listening, Atlanta Food and Wine, <laughs> they followed all of the regulations and everything was kosher. <laughs> but uh, we've hung out. I have been to your your uh, establishment places where you have poured some of the best drinks I've ever had. I'm always com- uh, eternally astounded by when I come somewhere and you all make a drink and I'm always like, where you just, did you just have the magic touch last time? But every time it gets better and better and I am a little boozier and boozier because of it. Um, let's start with the left, on the left hand side, Tiffany. Where would people know you from and the great work you do with beverages? Wow, woo. Um, Most folks know me or remember me from um, sending you on your flight. I used to work in the busiest airport in the world. World. Uh, The world. The world. Hartsfield-Jackson International. Shout out, the the world. But we were, uh, Chef Dwayne Nutter um, and I ran an amazing restaurant called One Flew South. One Flew South. I was there for years. I was the professional enabler sending you on your flight or bringing you back home to Atlanta. After that, I uh, worked with Avion Tequila, and then after that, I decided this city and the nation, I want to focus on hospitality and more cocktails and bring some culture and, of course, a little bit of feminism inside. So I decided to uh, combine a few of some amazing girls, uh, women, I shouldn't say girls, but they are girls because we're called Drinking with the Girls. Um, And it's just a highlight of of women in the industry who uh, have heavy knowledge, uh, a poise, and attention to detail in cocktails. 
Very nice. So they're your girls, even if everybody else said, can't call them girls, but it's drinking with the girls. Okay, Please that is go. Tiffany Barrier, <laughs> Kiata Mincy. Hi. Hey, look, Kiata Mincy, there she is. She's wearing a beautiful blue uh, floral Try ensemble. Trying to channel some spring today. It I is mean, beautiful. It's beautiful. gorgeous out. It is. Yes. Gorgeous. Now, where do we know your marvelous works in uh, drinking? Where do we? Where could we see some history on Kiata Mincy? Where'd you come from? So I started at this beautiful wonderland called Twa. Mm. Um, and one of my mentors, my main mentor, Mr. Eric Simpkins, took me under his wing and just pretty much showed me the way and the love of spirits, the respect of spirits and all those things. But I have ran the program at the Glen um, Hotel. I ran that yes. for a while. I was at Surface where I met you yes. and you got the best picture of me ever in my life. Thank you. <laughs> oh, it was perfect. Like, perfect flames. Smile was on fleek. Yep. Curl was going. It was it perfect. Was, it was pretty amazing. But today you can see me at Five Church. I'm the lead bartender there, and it is just this beautiful building with art and culture and history, great food. Shout out to my chef, Scott Lee, who recently got Jezebel's um, Rising Chef. Scott Lee and his chef. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, that's my... That's my partner in crime, and I'm also her partner in crime in what? Drinking with the who? Girls. Exactly. Girls, girls. So, yeah, so we're professional psychics. Okay. Yeah, and I see and that. Friends. I mean, I saw a picture of you all on Instagram before you got here with uh, Tiffany standing in front and you kind of being behind. Oh, kind of like that old jazz. jazz <laughs> like, you know? what are we doing? Well, yeah, it's a little creep here? eye, but I love that you guys are always tag teaming. Behind I did not know. Behind bartender is a bartender. Yeah, exactly. it was, it was, and right, you need a bar bag, but y'all are I think above all, we're friends. We're, I mean, all of this is just friendship based, and it. We're friends. Before How did you guys else? become friends? I mean, like, it seems that in a city, and I know that the industry is tends to be small, especially when people have a lot of respect for each other for what they do. How did you guys become friends? Um, <laughs> she stopped me. I stopped every stopped single me. one of those um, women. Uh, she stopped nice. me. I, I, you know, worked she stopped me. I did. I did stalk her. I stalked um, <laughs> also every other female bartender. And I'm also stalking other bartenders at this point. I, I, I love to drink as you do. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm on both sides of the stick. And I started to get interviewed. Um, more and more working with Chef Dwayne Nutter, we were getting you know so much accolations for you know traveling, mm -hmm. um, best airport bar in the world. You know, uh, Food and Wine was acknowledging us, uh, James Beard was acknowledging us, and I got an interview randomly like, how does it feel to be the female in bartending? And I was like, I'm not the female. Right. I'm just more. like, wait a minute. <laughs> and I'm thinking, you know, wait a minute. And it wasn't. It's before, and in, in, in all respect to what's happening now, everything is race and gender sensitive. This was years ago, and I'm like, I'm not the only girl. Yeah. I'm not the only woman that's drinking whiskey all the time. No. I know six other ones okay. <laughs> that are just close saying. to me. And so I would sit at their bars and I would talk to them and I would just try to court them via the bar, you uh -huh. know, see what they did, see their style, see their demographic, whether it was club, whether it was Buckhead, whether it was, you know, history, fine dining, whether it was history, whatever. whether it was business, mothers. And I was like, this is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and I just kept making them hang out with me and drink with me. And it wasn't and that hard friends. to do, I would it imagine. Was, I mean, we're, we're, we're easy. Yeah. Look, just put something in front of me, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> if you notice, every picture, I'm like this. Yeah, and with the eye, too. Mm -hmm. Like, it's kind of looking like something's going on on the other side of the shot, but we can't see it, but it's enough to it's raise only your glass to endorse that's, it. That's, that's Kiata. Now, we are sipping head. bourbon today, and uh, you ladies, I'll be remiss if not to say that it looks like you guys have relationships that afforded us the opportunity to have wonderful Four Roses yes. bourbon. Atlanta Connection there as well. Yes. Always oh, good to drink yes. local and southern. Yep. Yes, yes, I remember yes. learning that through a Four Roses dinner, but thank Great. you all, Four Roses people, for thank providing you. the yes. delicious libations that we are going to use today. Now, bourbon. Thank you so much. 
Let's talk about bourbon. That's what we're here to talk about. Um, what do you guys know, ladies, I'm sorry, what do y'all know about bourbon history? Because I'm sure people ask you all questions about bourbon that kind of get into layers of information that aren't out there for the average guy who says, give me sure. a Jack Daniels or Jim Absolutely. Beam or whatever. Um, I'm the drinking coach. Yes, you are. That's your name. I'm not plugging, but it's because I got really nerdy about what I love to do, which was drinking. Mm -hmm. um, so bourbon is the American style of whiskey. Okay. Whiskey is worldwide. Yes, it the is. Irish have it. I feel Japanese. Like it's have it. I feel like it's America's spirit. It's, it's America's spirit. It is America's spirit. You know what I mean? It's, it's ours. Of America. Mm -hmm. I love it. Bourbon is by far the most communal spirit yes, it is. in the States. And it's Southern. And it's, it's Southern. It's, it's southern. regional. We were just talking about we were, that. It's very regional. It's mm -hmm. regional. I mean, its history goes back to, of course, Kentucky. Yes. Um, we, we love Tennessee, but Kentucky got the rights. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, the, and the surrounding states have just as just as much great great whiskey, great bourbon. Mm -hmm. But the bourbon classification, 51% corn, and then the rest, the extra mash bill that these master distillers were doing. So What's the mash bill again for folks who may not know what a mash bill? People are listening uh, so and they're always like, what is that? The easiest way to describe a mash bill is how you start your whatever you're starting, it's your start. Okay. So depending on what you're doing and what your spirit is and your formula, that depends on the mix and the combination of your mash. Uh -huh. But the mash is your start. Okay. So you can't get started without a mash bill because that is ground zero for a good bourbon. Absolutely. Or any bourbon, period. It is. Okay. Hands down. You cannot start without those. And there are multiple proper, kinds. Oh, there's a multiple tons sour of sour mash. Um, uh, your barley, barley mash, barley, rye, corn, rye. Wheat. I mean, everything in every formula is unique and every formula is cool. And that's what makes all of this cool. So it's like the roux if you're making gumbo kind the, the of. The roux. <laughs> It's Ooh. the roux. It's right. the roux, but the water really adds to it. The water of where every whiskey is made mm -hmm. really identifies uh, the grains that we just talked about. The roux. I'm glad as we you got said. to that. Well, <laughs> I'm going to take just a moment and give another shout out I to. Shout it out. I'm going to shout out to the sponsors because they are wonderful people. Those sponsors being Kohler. At Kohler, you will discover reimagined innovative finds like the new Farmstead enameled cast iron freestanding kitchen sink that can be installed wall mount with legs or top mount with custom cabinetry, giving it the look of a unique hand-constructed piece of furniture. Now, let's not get uh, too far off of this bourbon conversation because we are drinking, by the way. Uh, now, <laughs> what? These are not stunt glasses. These, are, not these are real. Like, we're drinking out of our, uh, we, and we'll get into some more of the cocktail stuff in a minute because we have some beautiful stuff. If you could uh, see us right now, we have a drink that's kind of a raspberryish color with a mint sprig. It's gorgeous. I have an old fashioned, but we'll talk about all that once the alcohol starts to kick into the chest. <laughs> we can really start talking about it. Now, let's talk some more about bourbon. Now, bourbon seems to be on a resurgent trend. And I think I even heard something, you know, it could it could come up in, you know, the new talks of trade war that we may have. Bourbon's a big deal. And it's something that everyone loves. It's worldwide, even though it's regional and specific to the South. Mm -hmm. But how did bourbon start coming back? Why do you think it's a thing? You know, again? we were chatting about we this um, a few days ago. And I don't think it's on a, I think bourbon is just bourbon. I just think people are trying to get cooler with it. I don't think it's on a resurgence. I think people have always drank bourbon. I know I've always done it. I know mm -hmm. you have. I know that it's a Southern thing. And that's as Southern ladies or Southern ladies or ladies with Southern roots, mm -hmm. that's something we've always done. But I don't think it's, um, I don't think it's ever gone away. I think it's okay. always kind of been here. I don't right. think it's gone away. I definitely feel 
everything's moving so quickly yeah. in the world, the world is and, fast. and the world is fast, and you've got a lot of spirits to choose from. You've got vodka, gin, rum, tequila. tequila. <gasps> See how we, tequila? tequila. Yeah. Uh, and then you have bourbon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but bourbon is one of, of, of all, is the longest to be aged and sold. We oh. have to, you know, takes up to four years to even, you know, barrel this and bottle it and sell it to be called bourbon. Yeah. Um, and I think that was kind of like the, the, the takeaway for people. They were like, oh, I can do vodka all day. I can do tequila. Rum is cool, but ooh, the bourbon, the value of it. So yeah. I feel like it makes people feel special. Gotta said it makes you feel cool. I feel cool when I drink bourbon. I'm feeling cool. But <laughs> I'm actually, well, I'm warming up in the chest, but that's a whole but different I, I feel chemistry. Like, I, I feel like it's a, it's, a, it's a comfort zone for people. And when they see it, I mean, it is kind of the coolest thing to be drinking. Now, um, to me, it also seems like bourbon is one of those things where, and you mentioned aging, so it's kind of like it, it's the aging is on both sides, right? You have the aging of the bourbon, but even to be drinking bourbon and appreciate it, it seems like you have to kind of develop a little bit of maturity in your own flavor palette or something like that. In other words, you don't see folks at 21, usually, I would say, yeah. having a, flavor, a taste for good quality bourbon. You're Unless drinking whatever. Unless it's inherited. We were just talking about that, too. Oh, inherited. I feel like it's inherited. Like, I was telling her, like, hey, you know, if you're like Tiffany's granddad drank Jack. Mm. That was his thing. All right. Pop, yeah. pop Shout out to Nears Green, by the way. Shout out to Nears Green. Hey, guys. The inventor of Jack Daniels. So many toasts to make on bourbon. Nears Green, got to do it. Okay, <laughs> but anyway, inherited. But yeah, Tiffany's grandfather drank Jack, and you know, that was her first kind of her kind of gateway and your dad and that was kind of their gateway and it's kind of an inherent thing if you're your gateway if you're you know if your dad drank wild turkey you know that's what you grew up that's what you saw in the cabin that's what you're going to flock to as a new person Mm -hmm. but i mean i just feel like these new kids these millennials i think they're just kind of trying to find their way but they want to drink things with substance you were saying i feel like they're um, hanging tough these new kids they're doing good hey new kids i love you i think you're great (laughs) i had the masses and things like bourbon well i did have the masses of bourbon in my cabinet but i think the new kids are great i think like you said mike creating comfort in the mouth mm-hmm. isn't easy. I mean, we like things with butter or cream or pineapple juice, or we like things that make it easy. True. And I'm not knocking and not saying that I have extra hair on my chest, but bourbon, bourbon's got some value. Bourbon's got levels. You're gonna taste that corn, you're gonna get that cherry, you're gonna get that oak, you're gonna get that mm-hmm. age. And um, again, a millennial thing, they like things fast. So yeah. this might not be going as fast as they think versus the other spirits that kind of zone in. This is in. this is a sipper. This is a this is bourbon is a conversation. conversation. Bourbon is dinner. Bourbon is 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 fellowship. Every time some yeah. wisdom is dropped, it's just like the friends get together. <laughs> friends yes. get together. Oh, I'm, bourbon. I am enamored. <laughs> I feel like an aged spirit between you two ladies. I am inside the barrel right now, and it feels like I'm getting there. Oh, in the barrel. Now, does uh, when we talk about this, and is is you guys seem to be ladies again? You seem to be sort of ambassadors for just a beverage journey. Anyway, I feel like if I walk in, and I'm not the only t- person I've seen do this, but people can kind of like have conversations with you all and kind of see where they want to go with the drink. Sure. And I think that's really important when you have a bourbon or a brown spirit in general, because folks don't always know the difference between a rye mm-hmm. or you know again a Tennessee whiskey. Which to me, I've, when I looked at it, it seems like 
Tennessee whiskey has even more of rules attached to it than Absolutely. bourbon does. But that's, mm-hmm. what so. makes, that's, that's what makes them their own thing, mm-hmm. which is cool because they have their own classification, they have their own set of standards, their own set of rules, which sets them apart. And that's the cool thing about having these, these different classes with whiskey, with mm-hmm. rye, with sour mash, with Tennessee whiskey. It, it sets them apart and it makes them unique. Yes. That's my favorite part. There's mm-hmm. politics in everything. There are. Everything. Sadly, true. There is. There's politics in brown sugar. Um, there's politics in in whiskey and, and I, yeah. bourbon mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, think of you know our, the infamous cognac. Mm-hmm. You can only have cognac in cognac France. Yes. Yes. If you're one, if you're 50 yards away from cognac, mm-hmm. it's brandy. It's brandy. Oh. So here is Kentucky getting all its love, getting all of its nurturing, mm-hmm. calling it bourbon for so long, and then the state right down low is like. We want to do it too, and you're like, wait a minute. Right, this we, is ours. We, we kind of did some things. You can call it whiskey, but come on, don't yeah. call it bourbon. So there's definitely some politics. There's been some petitions. There's been conversations. There's been literally over the Mason Dixon, like a, a value of conversation over bourbon itself, and the history of it goes so back that I understand why they want to value it, and they put the labels on there that say this is bourbon. Yeah, this is you know a Kentucky. Thing it's, a, to it. it's a heritage yes. thing. Yeah. It is. You can't take my last name. It's mine. Right. You can't. It's right. mine. Yep. Last name bourbon. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes Barrier. <laughs> Always bourbon. Though. Save us all. Now, let's talk about this idea because you mentioned it, Tiffany, the feminism of things. So you know, of course, with a resurgence of there's always the folks who will say, you know, like, oh, wow, that uh, young lady is drinking bourbon. Um, what house was she raised in? You know, like, what? when was it ever a thing that women didn't drink bourbon? Or what, what caused that whole stereotype and falsehood to come about? I'm going to let you take it, babe. Ooh. So I, this is, I mean, all these stories come about while drinking, so while this is all very smudgy. Yes. Um, but there was a point uh, a woman wasn't even allowed to sit at a bar. You okay. were not, you were a Jezebel. You were not um, you're not welcome at the bar. This is a man's thing. This is what men are doing, and this is pre-prohibition. This is World War One. This is working in the two. What kind this of is even, bar has no women? <laughs> anyway, anyway. Why are you going to the bar without women? That's how they started with the, happy hour. Well, ah. happy hour started with women, and flasks were created from women. Um, flasks were created from women. Hold how do you, on. How do you think you smoked your boost? Um, By the way, would you all be happen to wear any flasks right now that anybody I'm might not, not notice? I'm not going to confirm or deny like anything like you're telling me. I'm not confirming jewelry You all may not be able to see but there is a jewelry item on each of the ladies' Bagels. arms, nice. and we're gonna have to see about getting these in the shop or something because I'm not I or might denying need anything one. you're telling me. Right and now. I don't this have a good bad. bracelet or a bracelet flask, bad. but this is amazingness. Thanks, so, mom. Again, and Thanks, shout mom. out to women, I guess, because women are the ones who came up with the flask. But women, women, yeah, this is prohibition. So well, I'll bring the just to bring it all into a circle. Women, again, were just not really welcomed to be comfortable. Okay. And most women were ready to get married. This is age 14 up to. You know, twenty-one. 14. So to be sitting at a, and this know, is right? pre-prohibition. Sitting at a bar without your husband, or your it's brother, or your father was like, "What, what are you doing here? Like, why what are you, are you doing here? Are like, you? how, how, and why are you here? Right. And if you were, you must be selling or giving something away." Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Nevertheless, um, it just wasn't a thing. Okay. So when we were doing it, we were doing it at home, or we were making. Unfortunately, we. 
women love serving their men, were making these cocktails at home for their men. Mm. Guess what we were making? Old fashions, uh. whiskey sours, mint juleps, whiskey neat. We were making the cocktails. So, so women were really doing all of this real I know we're pioneers. We've, we've been doing a lot of pioneers. Things. Even though we're trending now, we've always been pioneers we've been doing in, this, in this pocket. And you sure. know what's so funny is, again, like when you think of bars where you're going to find an old fashioned, and this is, of course, through what culture has taught us to think or believe, or especially with what looks like the current resurgence of bourbon, mm -hmm. you're taught to think, oh, a bourbon must be made with someone with a mustache. A mustache and you know, the like, best. Yeah, absolutely. Mustache and the best. Yeah, Which I'm we respect those term. guys. We yes. love those boys. We do, but this is a time period where women just were supposed to be at home. We had a job, you know, raise the children, um, as Thank the men did, go to work and go make money. Mm -hmm. Where that has changed. I mean, I, I don't want to go the female route, but think about the guys. A lot of pressure on you. Get out of here. Go make some money. Mm -hmm. I'm not working. Mm -hmm. um, I'm doing this. That's and right. there was just a, a flip-flop of that. So we've been doing it as you have, but the welcome, the welcome part for the whiskey was a bit tough. But men were only drinking what their women were drinking, and we were drinking. Women needed to have some bourbon. We yeah, were drinking bourbon. Birthing babies, cooking and stuff, please. I know I need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Got me. Ooh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Let's call him real quick. Now, <laughs> let's call on him now. We might need him. Now, uh, in the sense of that, so in burying these stereotypes, um, what do you think, you know, do we have some women who are in the game in terms of distilling and, you know, making bourbon yet? Are we, is that something that you think is on the way or oh, what's happening. up? Okay. Fine, it's fine Weaver's on the way. Hard. Okay. It's happening hard. But even, even to go beyond the Fawn Weavers and Fawn Weaver is amazing. You know, mm -hmm. we have the people who were pioneering and making those paths here, like the Kyle Rivera's, like the, um, Black Ribbon Society, like those Absolutely. girls, they're, they're like making it present, like these girls are doing it and mm -hmm. they're incorporating all these girls that people would never know are out there, okay. you know what I mean? And it's just really cool, like this whole this whole situation that's happening right now is very empowering. It's very empowering and I'm happy I'm part of it right now. I know I feel stronger when I'm drinking bourbon. I mean, oh, but that's you know, also get me into trouble. I've tried to lift the car and other things like that, but you know. You lifting cars? Uh, not at all. <laughs> Still have a couple more push-ups to do before it's I get to that level. A, definitely a level. Um, bourbon speaks to the masses, as I said earlier, with layers and volume, and it bring in a conversation. All spirits do the same thing. I, I can't deny it. tequila mm -hmm. can do the same thing. Drinking great rums do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Wine does it. Um, vodka. I mean, every, vodka. Every, all every does spirit it, has their own. Bourbon has. Everything, but bourbon is uniquely it's different. It's got a root of history. Mm -hmm. It's got a root of a feeling. I think all whiskey, this is, you know, Irish whiskey, Canadian whiskey, like this Tennessee is whiskey. Tennessee whiskey. This mm -hmm. is just a root of um, of nature that went into a glass, as all spirits are, but there's just something, a, a heavy substance of, of the pioneers who created whiskey, who decided to not only, you know, make and ferment and distill it and then age it? Mm -hmm. Come on. You're like, you know what? We just made it, but we're just going to hold on to it for a little bit. Yeah. That is just brilliant to me as the and pioneers who made it. it. And that creates then, the fellowship. You share it. And is, it's beautiful. Is there a certain uh, time of the year that really is? Because, you know, with certain things, people look at the weather and they say, oh, bourbon seems to be more on the... 24-7. Okay. 24-7. It's, it's, it's bourbon is not a, a winter spirit uh -huh. now there's uh like four roses does a a small blend that's lighter call it the morning or summertime thing and then you go into small batch that gives you a little more in and then single barrel kind of gives you some 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 weight okay. um but year round you can make a spring summer fall winter cocktail hands down with bourbon uh -huh. outstanding hands down well 
By the way, are you signed up for our email list? If you are out there listening, then you need to hit pause and head over to southernkitchen.com and sign up. You'll get delicious tried and true recipes sent directly to your inbox, plus many special offers on the products in our shop. So do that right now. Sign up for our email list, southernkitchen.com. Now, back to bourbon. And let's talk about what we are drinking here, what you ladies have made for us, Tiffany and Kiata. Now, we are drinking out of these lovely Nachtman Bossa Nova glasses. You can purchase them at our shop. So shout out to Nachtman, shout out to Four Roses Bourbon, and shout out to you all. So what are we drinking? Like, let's talk about the tasting of the cocktail and all these good things, because we want the people to learn, you know? So I, okay, so in our group of seven amazing girls. Mm -hmm. um, Drinking with the girls. Drinking yeah. with the what girls. What are their names, by the way? Let's shout out them. Oh. Ooh. We got Tandi. Tandi. We got Shannon. Shannon. Sadia. Sadia. Toki what Naomi's here. Toki what Naomi's here. I had to say her entire name. Yeah. It's awesome. Really? <laughs> Keisha Cyrus. Keisha Cyrus. I had to say her full name, too. Yeah. Some good full names. <laughs> All right. Kiata Minty. Kiata Minty. And the woman that put the us all together. The stalker. She actually, <laughs> hold on, the one in charge of the girls. Yes. The, the bar stalker. Yeah, that's right. That's good. Good, good to have you. Thank Tiffany you for doing this, Tiffany Barrier. All but, right. I mean, yeah, that squad. And I mean, we all have, we all have our kind of roles, but I think for me, um, Tiffy always calls me um, flavor queen, flavor mm -hmm. color queen. So I'm normally the one that's going to put a colored drink in front of you with complex flavors, but it's going to be easy to make. And um, I did a, I did a whiskey sour, but I wanted to opt it because I love sours. I'm always been, I love sour beers. I love lemonade. I love mm -hmm. sour, and it's a classic. Um, traditionally, classic. it comes with egg white or um, something really cool like um, these bitters. They kind of gives you that nice layer of foam. But I did a um, hibiscus and raspberry. Whiskey, whiskey sour. sour okay and the color on this beautiful it um, is it's a raspberry issue would you say that or it's sort of a, a well, hibiscus mm -hmm. is always that kind of like bright that bright reddish, beautiful reddish pink color, color exactly yeah. and then the raspberry adds that level of tart to it yes and you get this beautiful color fragrance and i garnished it with a little bit of um mm -hmm. lemon balm that i was Oh, Randomly. not mint leaves. I'm sorry, lemon balm. So lemon balm is if a lemon and a mint had a baby, it would uh -huh. be lemon balm. It'd be sour too, maybe. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lemons and mint baby. do it. Yeah, yeah, they do. I they mean, do. they do. They're adults. Yeah. We won't talk too much about it because the kids at home are listening because they love cocktails. But yeah, my kids, you got here because of some lemon balm activity going Exactly. On. Yep, yep, and I mean, yep. it's a beautiful, crushable cocktail. And that's what I like to make beautiful things. You have a few. Um, it definitely happens all the time at Five Church. Mm -hmm. you make a few of these, you have a few, and you're like, oh, I'm a little. You, you did a lean right I'm there. Better. You look like, yeah, you look, you kind of <laughs> like, you know, and Tim. I mean, uh, you, you've experienced a lean with me. I have experienced more than one lean with you. I'm, and I mean, I'm like, we're saying. talking about lean from uh, from a from a posture, not from that uh, Texas version of lean no, and everything. So, no. yeah, we're not talking about the scissor and everything. We're talking about <laughs> this drink. Now, uh, so how does how does your mind come up with something like this? Like when when you say you like sours and you're saying okay, it's this I can taste it. Do you taste it already, or do you experiment? Okay. You play around and what? So this happens? came out. This came out last year. Um, I actually dream about drinks. Mm -hmm. And this is weird. I'm a weirdo. You I'm dream an dream about drinks. All I'm right. an African weird weirdo. Yes, so good, good. I literally see what the drink looks like, and I have to figure out what is in the drink to make it look like what I saw. And when I told Tiffany this, she was like, what is, oh, you know what, it's fine, I'm not gonna judge you. When you see it in your dream, is it like on a pedestal? Is there light shining down, or what, how do you How do you see it? I normally see it, and it's 
in my kitchen. It's normally in the kitchen, like it will be sitting on the counter uh -huh. and I'll walk by and I'll taste it and then I usually wake up because I don't know what's in it. Now, were you drinking the night before this dream I'm started? not confirming or denying okay. what I was doing the night before when I see my vision. So okay. Don't judge me, brother. It's I feel like, yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah, you're judging me right now. I'm going to take a drink so I can yeah, get myself you know, I, feel, I feel like you're judging me right now. I'm just going to turn this beautiful drink no, right here. We need inspiration. So <laughs> that's what does it. All right. Everybody's back on the right level. Got it together. I don't I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize for something. I don't even know what I'm crying about. I mean, something just happened. I feel like that was the sip. That whatever sip we just had, that was the sip. That was the sip. All right. That but was this it. is a gorgeous drink. Okay, now uh, Tiffany, I believe uh, you were the architect of the old fashioned the that classic. I'm drinking. All right. Classic. You know, it was the original cocktail. It yeah. is the, the original. Uh, well, Sazerac actually, before the drinking coach goes too far. Oh, no. Sazerac was actually noted as the very first cocktail out of huh? New Orleans. Yeah. That would be your patient. A little. Anyway, anyway, um, the old fashioned. I love it for a couple of reasons. It's called old fashioned. Like, can't go wrong with come on. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of different ways. You've seen a it lot. with um, cherries. You've seen it with oranges. You've seen it with soda. Mm -hmm. You've seen it on ice. You've seen it without ice. You've seen it. Um, Horrible. Um, you've seen it in, in so many different ways, but I thought that, you know, keeping it traditional, keep it classy, keep it boozy, that's usually me. Um, and it just calls for, you know, sugar cubes, um, the classic Angostura bitters, and a nice heaping helping of bourbon. The lemon oil sits atop and just floats throughout. It keeps it just aromatic as you go down. And to me, an old-fashioned is basically a nice way to drink bourbon neat. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, without making, um, and as Kiana said, all of us do different things with bourbon. Mm -hmm. Um, or all of the spirits, and I'm the boozy one. Um, I like to give the spirit its complete pal, um, and I don't want to ever hide the spirit. So I love to just, you know, give a little sugar, a little extra accent. Um. Let's talk through this. I have a question that I don't know if everyone else thinks about, but, you know, I feel like old-fashioned is something that people want to be able to make, and it needs to be in their, like, you know, repertoire. It should be. It's easy. Yeah, and, well, let me ask you this. Is there a proper way to build it? You know what I mean? Like, does it matter what goes first? Does it matter? I'm it sure does. that, Absolutely. yeah. Okay, it let's does. talk through that. What, it, how do we build Absolutely. It? Okay. it definitely matters what goes first, and everyone that's listening, listen to me carefully. Please. Oh, here we go. Please Drinking. listen to me carefully. Drinking coaches, talking. And this is, no, because it, it means the gospel to me. Yeah, um, all right, all right. And your thoughts on an old-fashioned are my thoughts about the margarita. Okay. I would think everyone could make a margarita, but they can't. Um, but basically, building from the cheapest ingredients to most expensive ingredient oh, is key. Oh, really? What the heck would we be doing if we poured the bourbon in first and then we messed up? What if we opened our bitters and it just doused all inside? Or what if your oh. phone rang what if and somebody's talking to you and you're, and I mean, it's, it's... What if you got distracted? What if you exactly. just started with the cheapest thing what first? What if your dog went nuts all of a sudden? I mean, what do you what do? you do? I have so much fear what right if? now for all the possibilities. So <laughs> I'm like, walk me back. Right. Like, get me off we, the ledge we, right now. We Ooh. love this guy. We spent money on it. We walked yeah. in a liquor store. You bought your favorite bottle of fun stuff. $35 around. You went, yeah, you did it. You're showing off, but uh -huh. you get home and you, you start liquor first. Never do it. Never do it. You Anything could happen. Anything could happen. You could squeeze a lemon and it could be... Not a lemon. It could be a lime. <laughs> I don't know. Were you drinking when you were in the supermarket? It's a thing to right. I just always feel when you're building any cocktail, any absolute cocktail, even if, I mean, it's the simplest thing is even a vodka tonic. Uh, on ice, soda, 
top it with the vodka. Exactly. Do not ruin it. Cheapest ingredients build up. In so for old fashioned, is that the sugar or sugar the, first? Okay, sugars. sugar first. Yep. Um, drop it in there. Saturate it with your bitters. Saturate. Make it as nice much and as little as you want. Much That's, as little. Yeah. Do I'm bitter heavy. You're bitter heavy. I'm bitter heavy. Okay. Some people are not bitter heavy. You can do one drop. You can douse it because Tiffany will douse it. I douse. Okay. Bitters and by the way, bitters doesn't make your drink bitter. It doesn't. It's seasoning. It's seasoning for your drink. It's like your lorries or your your seasonal or your sauce. Yep. Yes. And you need to season things, folks. So don't be out there not seasoning stuff, okay? Don't you ever like, put anything we, in front of me that's unseasoned. We'll be seasoning things. No, salt, no salt. You got to put right. some seasoning on it. But bitters first. I mean, sugar first. Saturate it with bitters. Make a little sand situation. Pack mm -hmm. it with ice. Please pack it with ice. Yeah. Lack, less of ice. Ice is your friend. Don't think without ice you're not you're getting more booze. Mm -hmm. You really need that water to dilute. You're drinking up to 70, 80, 90, sometimes 114, proof. 110. Ooh, I've gone to 126. Yeah. Right. Um, proof. And so you need that water to dilute and make this cocktail become the best of your night or morning or afternoon. So bitter is, you know, not bitter, I'm sorry, bourbon is going on pretty much last. Yes, absolutely. It's the, it is the icing on the cake of your glass. Literally. I feel like we're breaking news here and I feel like we're saving lives. <laughs> you so know, we, saving, we love you know, to save lives. We love to save lives one drink at a time. One drink at a time. That is beautiful. Okay, so uh, <laughs> is there, you know, I'm, of course, we have the wonderful Four Roses bourbons here, but do you all have uh, bourbons that you particularly like that are, you know, things that work better with certain cocktails and certain things that, Absolutely. you know, kind of go in? What are, what are some of the bourbons that you like for certain drinks? So I personally am a Woodford Rye girl. I love Manhattans. I love a Woodford Rye Manhattan. That's a Manhattan. One. That's okay. that's for me. All right. Um, just beautiful, delicious bitters. Have me like two cherries in there. I want double cherry. Your big cherry. <laughs> okay. Big deliciousness. Cherry. I okay. love cherries. All right. You uh, have anything that works for certain things? Yes. Um, I I am a fan of honestly the newest Uncle Nearest. It's got some heat to it. Um, as I said earlier, I like boozy, so yeah. I like a good heat to it, which can give me some volume to a highball or just putting it with um, a splash of grapefruit. Um, I like that nice on the rocks, but I like that heat to just blend on in. Is it sort of like a rye? Or no, no really? this, is, this, is, spicy, this is, it is so. definitely spicy, and that's what I love about it so much. Um, I just love its heat. Um, and then I can't deny I love Jack Daniels. I've got a brand new love for Jack Daniels. I grew up sneaking it out of my parents' um, cabinets. Yeah, you heard mm. that confession? I did. Yeah. I confess. But you know yeah. what? A lot of people aren't really crushing on. Um, speaking of Tennessee whiskeys, I love Dickel. Dickel. I Absolutely. can't front. Shouts out to Dickel. I can't front. No, Shout out to Dickel. No, okay, Dickel. Dickel. I can't Tennessee, front. Tennessee, Tennessee, and Sam. Yeah. I mean, Jack Daniels has held down Tennessee for quite some time, mm -hmm. um, and other and other brands have held down Tennessee. But uh, what George Dickel has done is beyond uh, a flavor profile. Like what? Like what are what are kind of? I like, mean, you but know, it's, it doesn't even have to be complicated. That's no, what I love. It's, you can go because I'm a dickle and ginger beer girl. Little little citrus on top, and I'm good. And that does it. And you can crush it through. It's crushable. You yeah. can continue your buzz throughout the day. Uh -huh. That's what I love about it. But that's that's just me. So I'm good spring and summer. Continue your buzz throughout the day. Yeah, it's I'm not confessing summer's anything um, at Five Church. <laughs> I do work tonight. I'm not confessing. This is actually <laughs> apple juice. Five churches on the corner of 14th Street and Peachtree. Make sure you make your way down there so you can drink all day long. I am working all day long. I'm at the bar. This is apple juice. This is not. Make sure that you get an Uber or Lyft ride home personally because she wants you to have a marathon, not a sprint. That is all right. Oh, let's do it again. Let's do it again. your first rodeo, huh? And that is a perfect end to this segment. So let me go ahead and get right into it again. At Kohler, 
Our sponsor at Caller, you will find the super stylish Monte Carlo Round Bar Sink by Callista, which features reflective hand-hammered finish accents and copper construction for reliability and durability. Now, we are getting into this tasting tips and things, so this is the perfect time. If you're listening out there, if you're watching, uh, I don't know how you'd be watching if you're listening, but you know, some <laughs> people have a sixth sense. By the way, we're drinking bourbon here, so if I say something that's off, this is the final hour, and now things are starting to get a little it's bit different. In. Yeah. It's working, so, it's working. Tasting tips. Give us some suggestions on, we already talked about the types of bourbon for a certain type of cocktail or spirit. Mm -hmm. But you know, like if someone is getting off of the porch, so to speak, and getting into the bourbon world, taking their first steps, where's a good place to start? Are we talking cocktail-wise or a specific brand? Spirit-wise. Let's, let's think about that because I've always noticed, mm -hmm. and this is just me personally, that Jack Daniels is something that it seems like you're fresh out of college, you're of legal age to drink, hopefully. And it's kind of like, if you first start with that, it kind of primes you with a little bit of a punch, but that's well, not, not necessarily. The number one spirit, not the, it's not the number one bourbon in the world for a reason. Like, mm -hmm. Jack Daniels is easy, and honestly, Jack and Lemonade, that's a that's an easy gateway. It was, ah. it's a gateway. It's and I think that's gateway. how your daddy won your mama. That's how I became Ooh. Tiffany Berrier. There would be no <laughs> Tiffany Berrier. It was for no Jack and Lemonade. Toast to Jack and Lemonade and Tiffany um, Berrier. No, I think Jack, Jack has uh, it's a sour mash, so mm -hmm. it's going to have that sweeter side to it. More lemonade. Mm -hmm. uh, for it, it has that mash bill that is going to be on the sweeter side. You're going to have a look at handsome bananas, and I'm not trying to plug Jack, but it has some elements inside of it that go well with lemonade. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think anyone, and even if you chose a, a Four Roses or a Woodford or whatever bourbon you, or, or whatever offered, yeah. um, ask for it with lemonade if you're brand new to it. I mean, okay. and, and with that being said, not just lemonade, I said this to someone last night, citrus itself. Mm -hmm. okay. It could be grapefruit lemonade. Hence, it sour. Could be yes. The sour. It yes. could be anything that has um, some citrus and some sugar inside so, of it. Okay, so natural. we're looking at lemonade. Natural. Yes, natural is important. Natural. Yes. And explain why too, because you know, a lot of times when I think people are starting off on their cocktails, they don't get the idea of what natural sweeteners and things mean when you're making a cocktail. And you'll make those kind of like shortcuts and then you end up with something that's totally disgusting. I liked what you said earlier about the ice. Mm -hmm. And you know, and then of course when people see a jigger and they're like oh wow like you're cheating me out exactly. of the proper buzz no, I'm and making so sure your cocktail tastes exactly the same every time you sit in front of me no matter who if I make it my dog makes it my owner makes it my chef makes it the jigger ensures that it tastes the exact same the first day you met me and the last day you will meet me gotta have that balance right you gotta you have, have to. that balance you don't put an extra egg inside because you feel like it's the proper thing to do. Like, no. I'm just gonna put one more egg inside. Yeah, yeah, like, I, don't want, I want them to get extra. I want to get yeah, like, yeah, yeah. no. I want, I want <laughs> more tip. Yeah, I'm getting You're them You're messing my eggs. cake up. Yeah. I want my cake. Yeah. You're messing me up. So, um, proper balance is 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 really sure. important. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about food and bourbon. Um, so what are some dishes, if you're drinking a good bourbon, and I'm gonna say neat because of course, it's gonna change by what you're making cocktail-wise. Sure. But if you're drinking some neat bourbon, what would be sort of some things that you're gonna wanna eat later? Or like, what kind of goes with that? Can you, do you, are there good bourbon food pairings? I know there are. So I personally think if you're drinking it neat, mm -hmm. it's a communal and conversational thing. Yes. Why not do it with appetizers? I mean, uh. now appetizers for me are, you know, nachos, charcuterie, charcuterie <laughs> cheese. But, you know, I'm a little, I'm a scotch bit boozy. I don't, I don't even know. I'm I've boozy. met you. 
Yep. Okay, yep. I'm a little I bit bougie. Yep. So yep. I gotta have my prosciutto, mm-hmm. you know, my um, fancy cheeses, my brie, my, you know, preserves and everything. I wanna be fancy with it and I'm gonna chat with you and hang out. But um, I feel like people think that because they're drinking bourbon, they have to go heavy, like they have to go steak. Right. They have to go rich. Right. What do you think? Um, again, we're friends, but opposite. Give me a burger and a bourbon. And it's a good burgers. day. Burgers I love burgers. I love burgers. I love bourbon. I love burgers. Um, and I'm not saying like the the like red wine goes with red meat and white wine goes with you Fish, know white whatever, meat. Chicken. Nevertheless, they do go pretty well. So a nice good burger, a nice place you can sink your teeth in. Yes, appetizers work amazing with that that first cocktail. But uh, bourbon is, is, is so universal, mm-hmm. um, and this is just pick a patio time. Mm-hmm. Then maybe I want you know something with some good meat, some braised kind of meat. Um, even I know tacos deserve tequila, but tacos deserve bourbon as well. Whether it's pulled pork or maybe there's yeah, like radish on the side or or pork. guacamole, like That's something with some true. with something and heavy. People who don't eat pork, you know, um, chicken. Chicken's always good, yeah. Now with pork, bourbon yeah, though, pork. so we're talking about this, and so I remember, and I bartended. It was you know on some. Kind Wait, of, you bartended a long time ago. You never made yeah, me yeah, no yeah. drink. I'm actually not too bad. Like I make I a bur- I make a maple oh, bourbon so- smash. Oh. Recipes on SouthernKitchen.com. By the way, there's a oh, maple plug. bourbon smash. Oh. It is outstanding. Sounds like we're having bourbon smashes after. Okay, yeah. I was okay, ready thanks. to bring whatever y'all didn't bring this evening, but y'all are the experts here. I'm happy you to be. Stop threatening me with a good time. Like, yeah. you I have stop it. I take my bourbon. I have my lemon slices. I have my sage. I have yeah, my sage. bourbon. Yeah, bourbon fancy. maple syrup and all that good oh, little stuff. Oh yeah, and I muddle that all that stuff together, and then I come up with some fresh lemon juice. Uh, our editor-in-chief, Ashley Twist cole has actually seen me on social media using uh, bottled lime juice, and she corrected me, oh. and I'm a better person for it. Oh. So I would ever see that. That was, oh. a different, that was a different day thank at a different you, time. I'm a better you, man, but that was for a different cocktail. But my bourbon maple smash <laughs> is outstanding. I will put it up there against anyone except y'all, because I don't want to be embarrassed in front of the We're live friends. audience. Okay. I want it. But yeah, that's my favorite So bourbon. party at his house after? Um, it's okay. Friday. Why not? Got it. Yep. Well, I would say that uh, these kind of things are really crucial to everyone, and I'm really happy that you guys have come here. And now, uh, because of your knowledge and because of what you shared with us, I want to give you all the opportunity to do one of our favorite segments, which you always end the show with, the bless your heart moment. And you know what bless your heart means in the South is you've done something where someone has to kind of guide you back, and instead of insulting you, yeah, 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 bless your heart. Is there anything in the world of bourbon or just in your lives as bartending women who are powerhouses in what you do, what what would you what would make you say bless your heart? What, what's on your Tiffany, heart? What's on your heart? I need you to start heart? it off. I yeah. need you to start it off, Tiffany. I always start it off. I need you to do it. I'm and like, I say bless your heart all the time. Uh, what's, your, what's your moment? Um, <clears throat> my moment of bless your heart is um, if you don't like the way liquor tastes, don't drink it. Bless yeah. your heart. Yeah. Pineapple juice, not gonna help it. Um, Gatorade, uh, random juices you're trying to cover over your your drink. Yeah. Bless your heart. Bless your heart oh my yeah. goodness. Hey, Daytona find, Beach, I know you're listening hey, out there. I mean, find like, find on, what you like. Sometime. Find what you like. If you like vodka and your friends are drinking tequila, drink your vodka. Don't force yourself to drink something else and then murder it with sugar or slushy colors or layers or big straws or plastic like blue is not your friend green is not your friend um it's a lot yeah, of broken hearts out yeah, there. i'm so hurt like <laughs> I, got, neon, I got a frown on my face right neon, now thinking about bless your heart cocktails are not your friend please if you do not like the way liquor tastes please don't drink it 
you're, you're just wasting your money. Can we get a combined bless your heart for the audience out there? Oh, my. Bless your heart, folks. Bless your heart. All right. Bless their hearts. Goodness. Well, Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Tiffany, and thank you to Kiata Mincy. Uh, go and see these ladies when you're in Atlanta or outside, wherever they are. That will do it for us this week at Sunday Supper. We love to hear from you, as always, so you can reach out to us with feedback at editor at southernkitchen.com. And also, please subscribe at Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. And please hit the like buttons and keep up with us on Facebook. And until next time, I'm Mike Jordan. This is Tiffany Barrier, and this is Kiata Mincy. And I would say... Say always remember, but I don't remember what I was gonna say, so we will see y'all next Drink time. Drink responsibly! <laughs> <laughs>